Provoke and Dialogue Podcast. I'm your host, Shaquan, a.k.a. Naturally Check, here with my co-host... Remy, a.k.a. Remy, a.k.a. Value of Remy, a.k.a. Remy, a.k.a. Value of Remy. Okay, the the represent... Uh, yeah. yeah, all right, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, um... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, one of you was gonna keep going or stop going or I, what I was, was happening. Thinking, I was thinking about it. I just could not think of the last one. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, you know what? Let me switch it up. And instead of just doing the regular Remy this and Remy that, I want to throw out the other two things that um, are in that are, might end up getting mentioned anyway uh, in the yeah, next yeah, yeah. three or four episodes or something. I do like the value of Remy part. I did like that one. Value. Okay, cool. Okay, I'll try to keep that. You know, I'm trying to make it better. Glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> but as you guys can see, we are back. We are here for a second season. Um, yes, we yes, had took yes. some time out. Uh, we've heard the feedback. We appreciate the feedback. So we kind of yeah. did take it to I, heart. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was some criticism that we didn't like. You know, just kind of like threw out the way. But for the more constructive criticism, we do appreciate it. Um, so we're hoping to come at bigger and better for this new season, uh, yeah. have more provoking topics. Like I said I had that conversation. Yep. And yeah, if you guys have, as we continue on with the podcast, please feel free to continue to reach out to us. And yeah, we love to hear from you guys. Oh yeah, definitely. We're, we're definitely trying to um, increase any level of engagement through our listeners in yeah. any form whatsoever. So yep. appreciate it all either way. And what better way to have these provoking conversations than to start our first episode of the new season with a conversation on sexuality and um, Pride Month. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Still, yep. Still hits me the same way. Nothing changed there whatsoever. Nothing. At all. <laughs> nope. So with that, I want to yeah, have a disclaimer that this we are not experts in any field whatsoever on this topic we are just speaking through our own lenses and experiences Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so please take that into consideration when listening and give us some grace because please please (laughs) uh double disclaimer uh i apologize in advance and ignorance is bliss i don't i i don't know what version of remy y'all are going to (laughs) get i don't know what's going to happen here but i'm going to do my best to keep yeah. it respectful, but I so, doubt yeah. that might happen initially. <laughs> so I just want to note that I said, yeah, please give us grace. Like I said, we are being vulnerable, and like I said, and having this conversation between two brothers um, in yeah. the public eye. So yeah. please keep that. Because like I said, this is something personal to us as well. Um, yeah, yeah, just like how you guys have your own family, friends, a situation where you guys have a conversation, we just are looking to do that in the public. Yeah. So yeah, just a regular conversation. I go look at it that way. Just a regular conversation mm-hmm. on the phone. It's yep, yeah, I can do that. All right, and yep. again, I, I apologize. That's it. <laughs> I apologize. So enough with that. Um, yeah. Lord Jesus, I'm really about to open this door. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, dude. <laughs> My bad. So, Pride Month. From on your your end of it, have you heard about Pride Month before, or like, what's your understanding of it, or like, what is it? Yeah, is this the first time for you ever hearing about it? 
Uh, first time ever hearing about it? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, have I heard it? Heard of it? Yes. Um, do I know details? No. The only the only thought in my head in regards to just when I hear Pride Month is um, everybody. I apologize in the beginning, y'all. I'm, I'm apologizing <laughs> again. All right, listen. I apologized already. Just work with me here. In, in Pride Month, the only thing I have with that is everybody that's not straight celebrating. No, that's pretty pretty accurate for the most part. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that's all that I got. Really. Yes, a good that, portion of it is that. Yes. Um, everybody that's not straight. Right. Yeah, but actually, straight people can celebrate as well. But um, pretty much is what it is or what has it, how it came about. Essentially, Pride Month is basically an annual celebration in June to honor the 1969 Stonewall riots and the work to achieve equal justice and equal opportunity for like the LGBTQ plus community. Is, um, that, is it just, not, not, not to cut your information? Mm. I, I just got to get this thought out because... That's how this whole episode is gonna go. I gotta get the thoughts <laughs> out of my head first. Is it? It's just a coincidence that that's on 1969, huh? Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say the same thing. Like of all <laughs> of all years, what? 1969. <laughs> wow. Okay. Continue. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's basically the basis of it is to, like I said, in honor of the Stonewall riots, and also like I said to continue in honor the work that has been done to achieve rights and opportunities and justice for essentially a queer community. Okay, so all right, so what what would you happen to know what that is? The, the Stonewall riots. Stonewall riot stuff. Yeah, like the, yeah. what you saying that is? Yeah. What what happened like what? So back in like yeah, previous years uh, yeah, before here the decades long ago. Well, it's not even that long ago. Um once but upon like once upon a time. <laughs> once upon a time <laughs> <laughs> of course like how representation is now was not how it was back when, like, our parents grew up and stuff like that. So around, like, in the 60s especially, uh, there wasn't many places where, like, people to, to be, like, openly gay or stuff like that. So basically gay bars and stuff was places for people of, like, say, the queer community to come and to kind of feel like a place to socialize, be around people of the same identity and community and feel mm-hmm. supported and all of that. Um, and in New York... They had laws that kind of prohibit like sexuality in the public and a lot of and private businesses and stuff like that. And basically it was almost kind of legal to like raid places like that and to shut them down. Oh, it was legal to. Uh, OK. Like I said, since it was like it, since in New York, I said they had laws to prohibit. Basically, it was OK for police to kind of go into places that were very much had like, you know, established catered oh. to gay people. And it was okay to do riots, raid them, shut them down, and all that type of stuff. Oh, okay. So kind of, kind of like how they treated black people. Period. Yeah, all yeah. The there's way. a lot of there's a lot of overlaps. I mean, like just with oppression and stuff. Like you know, any minority or marginalized community. I mean, there's a lot of like understanding BS. or like some underlying situation that kind of happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, gotcha. So, so basically, in like the early hours around like June 28th of 1969. Mm-hmm. A group of, like, you know, gay people, whatever, were in a bar and in the Gr- Greenwich Village um, called the Stonewall Inn, um, who basically got tired of the harassment from the police. Um, because I said at that time, they said there was so much racist stuff happening, people getting beat up 
killed. Right. All those type of situations were happening right. through um, because of the demonstration by the police. So basically, at that time in June 28th, people got tired of it, um, and basically they created a riot. They broke out, um, and then the word kind of spread throughout the city, and people came together um, to kind of stand up for their rights and things like that. Gotcha. And that's basically initially the premise of, like I said, the Stonewall riots. And a big prominent figure of that um, was a black drag queen um, and also said representation with the transgender community, uh, mm-hmm. Marsha P. Johnson. Oh. I'm, I'm and was an mm-hmm. activist. And basically was one of the prominent figures that kind of helped lead that movement. Hmm. Okay. So, all right. All right. So I got that just summarized up as, all right, just like every other um, situation to where people get tired of feeling, uh, you know, beat up, just tired of other people's BS pretty much. Yep. As an individual, that that right there alone, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I'm going to fight back now. Just, yep. All right, cool. So, yeah, so that Got movement it. there pretty much was the start to kind of like outlaw those type of like discriminatory laws against the LGBTQ plus um, people here in America. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I can understand that. That That's easy for me to uh, comprehend and understand. Yeah. So now today, how it's celebrated is through, like said, in the month of June, basically there's parades, parties, workshops, anything in between to celebrate um the history of like I said the um the riots and like all the work that's happened since then right um like so there's there was work I also do want to note that like so there was definitely works and movements that happened before 1969 but this was one I think has been the most prominent or the one that's most visually talked about for the most part got you okay so, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's easy for me to uh, comprehend. It took, in my head, I, I just stripped all the other layers off and just made it what it is. Like, all right, as an individual, you're just going to get tired of uh, getting treated a certain way, so you fight back. Nope. And in, in this said case, it's not just one individual. It's a group of individuals did the yeah. same thing. So. Yep. All right. Understand. Understandable. So that, there's the context of like how I said start this conversation but the main topic we want to talk about is sexuality or sexual orientation um so for you what is your understanding of like sexuality and like Uh, orientation i heard you (laughs) and i gathered nothing (laughs) i didn't get a single thought whatsoever sir uh, like I, I knew it was coming. I'm like mm-hmm. I know what we're talking about here, but I'm like, uh, yeah, dot 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 dot, and I'm perfectly fine just saying yeah to those dots dot 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 dot. <laughs> so make sure you have no clue. <laughs> it's, it's what I'm gathering. Um, okay, you know what? I'm I'm I'm. I'm or I just take a guess. Being... Just take a guess. I'll say this. Just take a guess or like what first come to mind or what is something that you think like when you hear that sexuality or a sexual orientation. What do you think about, or like, what is what is it, the meaning that comes to you? Well, what was that again? Sexual orientation, and what yeah. else? Or just sex? Sexuality or sexual orient- orientation? I mean, okay, they're kind of so, like almost interchangeable. Okay, that that's what I was gonna say. All right, are if I want to understand sexual orientation, like they're still the same thing, they will still have the de- the same definition. 
mm-hmm. if I'm to understand one or the other, because I only have one answer. Yeah. And that's just, all right, yeah, I'm a male, female, but I understand that that's just race. Well, no, that's Me gender. being, oh, oh, Lord, that's getting <laughs> edited out. I know that. That's getting edited out. That, okay, yeah, that's gender, male, female, me being straight, sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. That's what I have for that. Okay. That is it. Anything else after that is dot, dot, dot. Okay, okay. So I guess to define what sexuality is or sexual orientation, I would just say for how I'm using it, because I, I, I know there could be some differences between like the actual meanings between sexuality and sexual orientation. For me, I'm using them interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm defining it more so as like, you know, basically is determined by who you feel attraction towards. Um, and that attraction can be sexual. It can be romantic or that's how like the two prominent ways of attraction in terms of it is. Or it can also be something physical, emotional, mental or even aesthetic. OK, now. All right. So here. Let the shenanigans begin. So, (laughs) me thinking, after hearing that, is, all right, I am attracted to females, Mm -hmm. but in regards to everything else that you said in that statement, what caught my attention was, um, if something towards the end you're talking about, or something else that I am attracted to words. I was saying like, like typically it's seen as something sexual or and or romantic, but it can mm-hmm. also be something physical, emotional, mental, or aesthetic. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that part. Once you start going down that list, mental and whatnot, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, energy. Mm. At the same time, yeah. like that statement to me allows energy to be a part of that. And I'm like, all right. But I've always just looked at that as, all right, I'm attracted to not not really attracted, but I have more of a gain and in interest mentally, spiritually, or whatnot on different levels in regards to energy, yeah. the awareness of energy. So I'm like, how does that and how is that to be interpreted through me also being just all right? I'm attracted to females. Yeah, yeah. And thing is too, like, because what you're saying, it it could be a version of sexuality. And also to note this as well is you can have multiple sexualities as well some of them can you can have more than one if that makes sense so like how what you're saying right now (laughs) no just just listen just hear me just hear me so like what you're saying right now there is um so say like there is what they call sapiosexual and sapiosexuals are basically people who are attracted to the intelligence and mental of a person and but that doesn't mean sapiosexuals are gay that doesn't mean sapiosexuals are lesbian i mean they're straight right. it can be so you can be a sapiosexual straight person you are a straight person mm-hmm. but also you are attracted for you to have a, a relationship or a set of connection to a person you are stimulated by their mental so that could be if you would if you want to define it can be a sapiosexual heterosexual Uh, I'm I'm more uh, appreciative of the fact that uh, you said that word completely <laughs> properly. <laughs> How did all that? Though I heard everything you just said, and I have processed it. The one thing that I got for sure is I 
I appreciate the fact that he was able to say all of that <laughs> equally and properly. Well done. Um, Thank you, sir. Thank okay. You. Now my thought is, all right, th- this is me just going down like linguistics and whatnot, mm-hmm. like origin, like words, period. Yeah. What's confusing is attaching that and still using the word sexuality because I'm not going to go down a, a long line, but it's just like, all right, certain words, sex, sexuality, like different origins, you're going back to it and whatnot. And it's like, all right, so this is the word that it initially came from and mm-hmm. sex is still a part of the word. But then when it gets down to the layers of like what you're saying and me giving the example of like energy and whatnot, or me yeah. being a, having that said interest or uh, attraction towards intelligence or other people's energy, the sexuality part, because we're still, sex is still in the word. And I'm like, how, I can't, I can't connect those dots. Cause sex to me, I'm just dissecting the word sexuality because yeah. it has sex in it is more more or less uh physical or um um I don't know if you I don't know if you put it in the spiritual realm because people still mm-hmm. use the word soul ties in regards to oh, no, sex yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, that that's that right there. Mm-hmm. So if I was to say, all right, I'm I'm attracted to this person due to their my my sexuality of their intelligence or whatnot, where is the sex part coming in at? Because I'm still dissecting the word sexuality. Yeah. I think you might be looking at it literally. I think you're looking at it too deep in terms of like the actual term. And that's what I'm saying. It's like it don't it doesn't even have to really involve sex. So that's what I'm saying. That's how I said define it define it at the beginning because it's like when people hear the word sexuality or sexual orientation, people first mind comes to is like, oh, it's just about sex. And that's how I said, like, it's not just about sex. It's, a, in a, it's an attraction. You say it can be a sexual attraction. It can also be a romantic attraction. It can be an emotional attraction. And all the other ones is listed as well, even spiritual and stuff like that. So it's not just limited to just sex. I think so that's what it kind of, like, stems from. But it's not all that it is. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can be, if you have an attraction, that's why this it, how I look at it, at least, it is more so an attraction within that gamut of categories that you have for a person. So if you have an attraction to a male that is either sexual, romantic, or um, emotional, and like I said, for some people, it can be all those categories can be for just that gender, then I am. Um, so if it was for a guy and all those categories fit for that gender for me, then that is something that is, oh, I am gay. Or if that was for a female, like, okay, I am sexually, mentally, all those things for that I am pretty much um, straight or heterosexual. However, like I say, if I did want to distinguish it a bit more, I can do that. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I do have all these attractions to them more so physically and like, you know, um, uh, maybe sexually. However, I also realize it's more than just their gender that I'm attracted to. And like their physical appearance, but there needs to be something else. And that could be mental. So it's like, oh, wait, I also, for me to be fully attracted to somebody, Uh I need to be stimulated mentally as well. So in that case, 
I may be a sapiosexual because it don't take just the physical or the sexualness of a person for me to be attracted to them. Now I know like, oh shoot, I need a mental attraction. If you like say, and so if you want to define it, that is a sapiosexual. So do you get what I'm saying? Like you can like, there's like, there's the, yeah, yeah. There's like the high level overview of like, say you have those at the heterosexual, um, homosexual and stuff like that. But if you want to break it down, like I said, like, because attraction can be defined in all those different categories. And it's like, well, all these other categories is for this. But at the same time, I know for me to be fully attracted to somebody, I need the mental. I need the romantic. I need whatever category it is. I need that. And there are set identities to that, if you like to define right. it or not. Right. Okay. Um, no, I did. I got everything that you're saying. I'm, I'm thinking as you're talking. Didn't, didn't lose me whatsoever. Um. I'm going to try my best not to drag this out so we can just continue with the episode. Respectfully. <laughs> As you probably already know, it's like, all right. I have a lot to really say right here, but we're doing two episodes, so whatever. Um, okay. I apologize in the beginning of all of this. <laughs> You're good. I'm just saying. You are good. It's easy to do this with you, but I'm trying to think. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't even (laughs) think. Don't think about it too much in your head. All right, all right, all right. F it. Um. All right. So. Um. All right. So the example I got in my head is typically when when we're not when we're not looking at all the when we're not looking at this entire discussion or anything like that. Mm. Normally, you just hear, "All right, I'm attracted to this person. This is what I look for in a person." Blah 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 blah. And on my end, that's that's what it has been as well. It's like, all right, I know I like females. I like them being smart. Uh, I want them to have good sense of humor, this and this and this. Mm-hmm. To me, those are different attribute attributes or whatnot yeah, or characteristics yeah. of a person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, yeah, I like that and that. But if, if I am going to combine everything that I'm saying in regards to I like female, that I have sense of humor, this this, 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 and this, this whole checklist, combining that together is making up a completely different title, period. Yeah. That may be one of the words, whatever that you're saying. So it's like, all right, it's not really just me being single. I mean, not single, but straight and having an attraction to females for who are smart, sense of humor, aware of energy levels, blah, 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 blah. Mm. It's something, something, something sexual, really, all together. Mm. Is that what that is? Because at the same time, that's where I'm like, all right, well, that's just that. I just know what different characteristics that I like about a certain person. So I would say, I said this just for me, my understanding of it. I say it doesn't, it's not just simply like attributes you like about a person. I said to actually have attraction for that person. So Mm. like, you know, you can like, oh yeah, it would be great if somebody's funny, smart and stuff like that. But like, is if, if it's for you that you can't even be really attracted to somebody if you don't have the mental, then that's something, like I said, more deeper than just an that, attribute. That, that's what I meant, my bad. I used yeah. the word, like, I, I meant attracted. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm still... Those are easily changeable to me, which I also think would be easily mm. changeable to everybody else as well. Yeah. Of like and attraction. So I'm like, that's still one in the same... One and the same to me, and I have I have an additional comment, but that's going to open up a completely different conversation. I'm going to stay yeah. on task for right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I'll say, yeah, I'll say something like something deeper. It's not just like an interest per se. Like, oh, in a partner, I would like them to be smart, ha- you know, funny and all that. Da, da, da. But it's like, well, if I can't, I can't really be stimulated in a person and like be in a relationship. Like basically how I'm looking at it is like, if I can't be in a relationship with somebody, if basically I cannot, if you want to go to that level of like a mental space or whatever, it's like, I may be a sapiosexual if, for me, I cannot find myself attract, fully attracted or see myself in a relationship if, I don't, if, I not, if I'm not stimulated mentally. Then you may consider yourself a sapiosexual because if that's, like, one key element for you that you can't have, like, that's, like, basically, this is the only thing that's, like, mainly stimulated my attraction to a person is their mental, mm. then you probably are a sapiosexual. And it's not just an interest or it's like, oh, well, they can be smart, but it's okay if they're not. It's like, oh no, like this is the one of the only things that I need, or like the main thing that I need to have for me to be fully attracted or in a relationship with somebody. This right. is that. And it's like, if it's not that, then it's like I can't really find myself attracted to that person. That's how I see it. Like, it's like so it's like it's not really like an interest or like attributes. It's like I need this in a person to have a full attraction or be in a relationship with them. Because if it's not there, I don't think I can be attracted to them. Okay. At least this is my understanding. I could be wrong, but this is how I've interpreted it, at least. Right. You know what? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I don't care who's listening anymore. Like, this... (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I've got too many thoughts going on in my head for me to care (laughs) about what somebody else is listening to me say. (laughs) I got to get these thoughts out, because I'm going to mess around and sit here quiet the whole time. Like, I didn't want to say this. I didn't want to say this. I didn't want to say this. All right. Straight up... (laughs) We got words for all of this already. That's that's what's confusing me. It's like mm. we already use words to describe what we have an interest and attraction towards. Like literally, I just used two words that represent damn near the same thing. And now that that, that that's what's confusing me personally. Yeah. I don't I don't know what, about what everybody else feels like. I, I don't care about nobody listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for me now. I'm like, bro, we got words that already exist to do this attraction, like uh. Um, other words or whatever. I'm like, why? To me right now, this mm. this is just me personally. To me right now, this just feels like one of those moments where you find out why does this word exist? Yeah, <laughs> like who made this word? Who made this? Why does this exist? We already got like 17 different copies of this. That that that's where it for me personally, and yeah. I, I could probably, I can probably get the chance to break down in detail why this is this in the second episode because I know what what we're doing in there. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, we got this already. How how is this <laughs> beneficial? Not 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 regards to just people just relevancy of understanding what's going on uh sexuality wise like Yeah. We, am I I'm just choosing a different word now. That that's on. So now I'm now I'm taking yeah. <laughs> me straight into something what you said, super duper califragilistic sexuality. <laughs> and I'm that now. Yeah. Like, but I say it doesn't have to be. Like I'll break it down like those are more so like I said, there are the more I won't say like more generic sexualities. But like I say, if you like I say, if you would like to break it down to those other elements, you can do that. And so there are ways to identify yourself. And I think a lot of right. times, like with the other ones, like said sapiosexual, I've seen that a lot out when dating. 
so that when people know, like, oh, like, if you have a dating profile, some people may list themselves as a sapiosexual to let the other person know, like, I'm someone I stimulated mentally, so don't interact with me if you are not that type of person. So I think it helps identify the type of person that person is to kind of, in, like, certain social settings or in a dating scene or whatever, it's like, this is an automatic way, like, this is a part of my identity, is that you know, if you're interested in me, you need to be here mentally for me. So I think it's not, yes, yes, there are words and stuff like that. But like I said, if you would like to break it down and you would like to have some type of representation or like some type of, so there's even communities associated to these identities, just like there's so many different races and like, you know, all right, these right. other type of things. Like, you know, I, I mean, all of this is human made. So it's like, no, no, a, facts, facts. in the, in the larger I mean, scheme of things, does it really make sense? No. Because all of this is human made, <laughs> to be completely can be completely yes, honest. That, that's however, that, that's however, these are identities are made. Well, they were human made um, because basically there are different experiences and different um, um, lifestyle stuff that happens. And it's like to categorize it, it's like these identities were made essentially. Like you know, just like with race, like you know, black, right. white, or whatever that was made by humans. And so a lot of it too said so was made, I mean, by the white man anyway, it's a kind of distinct right. like, oh, white could be more superior, or whatever. But it's like now that we have them, there are different experiences that happen, you know. Right. To I do like to identify myself as black and not just like as an American or as human, because as a black person, the way I go throughout my life is very different from a white person, from an Asian yeah. person, from Mexican. All that is different. So I said these are like more. Like I said, these breaking downs of, like I said, um, mental, like it's, and some of it is somewhat new, but I do want to break down more so, like, the specific, and these are the ones I think are more known to people, and mm-hmm. I think are ones that are prominent to know about because like, these are experiences that are felt and not just something like how you were saying, like, you know, our attributes or something like that right, that people right, like. Right. Yeah. So, right. what I, I'm going to break down is more so like the LGBTQIA. Those um, are the main ones that I think most people are aware of and, like I said, have, like, a, a connection to for the most part. Well, I guess, do you know, or what is your assumption of what that term means? Or do you know what those uh, letters means? Okay. I'm going to say yes, 85% to um, what do those letters mean? Mm. Yeah. I'm going to say yes to what do those letters mean by 85% there, Johnny. Um, and I'm just, <laughs> Dear Johnny, that was off. Like, where did Johnny come from? <laughs> um, I'm gonna take 200 for I don't have anything else to really comprehend with that. And I'm gonna take 100 for thank you, Dave Chappelle, because the only thing that I hear now when I hear LGBTQ is it's Dave Chappelle. Uh, the G's are driving that car. That makes sense to me because there's white men in the G's. And these people are trying to get around uh, discrimination and oppression. And you know how white dudes are. We know these roads. In fact, we built these roads. The rest of you buckle up. We'll get you to where you want to go. So the G's are just driving the car. Of course, next to the G's in the passenger seat is the L's. Everybody likes the L's. Except for the G's. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I just know the G's don't like them that much. And the G's always say like little subliminal digs on them. It's unnecessary shit. It's not mean, but you know what I mean? They just be like, I wouldn't wear that. 
The only thing that breaks the tension between the L's and the G's are the B's in the back seat. That's right, there you go. Everybody scream out when you hear your letter. <laughs> and uh, you know, I was bringing that that up too. That oh, uh, because Dave Chappelle, I have my own thoughts on him, but that what was, he said, oh my God. what that he said so in that was very accurate in terms of, um, for me at least, was very accurate. But I'm gonna break it down just so quickly to kind of like let people know what these letters mean. Um, so of course, L is for lesbian women, women attraction, gay male, um attraction to men, male, like other male. Bisexual is more so a term of um, to like, you're attracted to more than one gender. Um, typically it's two for bisexual, how it's seen as two, but bisexual and pansexual, which means you're attracted to any gender, mainly um, is something that's much larger, but bisexual is seen more so as two because of the word bi. Um, transgender, the T is for transgender, um, which is to describe somebody who has like, um, they do not, uh, um, pretty much identify with the gender they were identified with or assigned at birth. That's a transgender. Queer is more like an umbrella term, um, referring to basically, every, it could be anybody within the spectrum um, that's not straight and not cisgender. Um, and cisgender, just a clarification, is basically people um, whose gender identity and expression match the sex that they were assigned at birth. So like, for me, I was assigned male, I identify as male. You were assigned male at birth, and I'm you also identify as male, but for sure. Uh, so basically that's what cisgender is. And historically, queer has been like almost like a slur that has been used in the past against like queer people or uh, people within the community. But I'll say like in recent years, it's basically like has been reclaimed um and is used in the LGBTQ plus community um basically as an umbrella term. Um, but Q can okay. also, for some people, mean questioning. Basically, they're still in between trying to figure themselves out. Um, intersex, basically, they someone has both or have more than one identifying biological trait. Um, this is something to be hormonal, genitalia, things like that. They both can have things to identify themselves as male and female. So that's intersex. Um then there's asexual people who basically, and this is also an umbrella term because this can also be broken down as well, but basically have don't really have a sexual desire at all for people. Um, that's not something that too much exists or is very little to none. Um, and then there's A can sometimes also now be used for an ally. Basically people who identify as straight and cisgender, but they oh, believe in the work of what people are doing within the community and support them. So they are allies. Okay. Um... All right. Well, was was that it? Because I have yeah, uh, that's two that's statements. Pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, three. Now that I think about. It. Okay. All right. So the most con most confusing one to me out of the out of that was queer. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have queer as you said. That's pretty much anybody in the in any of the letters. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Well. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is, all right, we have, you have the acronym or whatnot, LGBT, et cetera, letter, letter, letter. Yeah. All right. That, that alone is a title to represent so many different things. Mm -hmm. Then you have queer, which represents all of the letters. Yeah. So, 
so queer queer is the title at the same time no so queer now can- i'm trying to draw a, a difference between the actual title and queer mm-hmm. because right now i have two groups that are just the exact same thing so that's what I'm saying. Queer is, like I said, it's just basically that. It's an umbrella term. So people can use queer as their identity. They can like, you know what? I'm not gay. I'm queer. Basically meaning it's almost a way it's like, you know, they feel like they shouldn't have to identify who they are or who they're attracted to. And like, you know, I'm queer. I'm, I'm any everything in between. So that's how I identify as queer. Or like right. I said, it can be used like instead of saying LG, for me at least, how I use it. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes instead of saying the whole alphabet, I just say queer community. For me, it's okay. easier because I'm like, it's all encompassing. It can be used for gender. It can be used for sexuality. It is just a term that can be used inter- interchangeably. Um, okay. Like I said, it is all depends. I know some people in the community also have still has a fence to it. Like I said, it was used similar right. how, like, you know, we say uh, how faggot is used, basically. It's how oh, queer yeah, was yeah, used yeah. as well. Yeah. That, it's a, that, but it's a word just like how we use nigga, where it came from a bad place, but, like, where we claimed it to kind of have it our own. So just the same way with queer is sometimes... Mm-hmm. For me, I I don't have too much of an issue with it because I also too I did not I'm still understanding the history between right, the right. community, but I use it to identify myself sometimes or just when I talk about the whole community, I just say queer. Okay, um, I have too many thoughts on that. I'm just gonna skip go to the next one. <laughs> um, okay, um, I forgot what it was. Was it trans? Transgender. Trans. What was that one again? Transgender is basically um, you do not. What's the, okay? Let me pause. Don't quick. identify with what you were born as. Yes. Oh no, not what what you were assigned as at birth. Okay, and being all right. So basically, what you were assigned as at birth is what wanna, you came out as. I do want to rephrase that. So basically, okay. it's someone who has a gender identity that is different from the gender that was assigned to them at birth. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, all right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bro, listen here, boy. All right, so with, with that one, the only interpretation that I got for that, and this is just me stripping layers off of, whatever it is for me to understand it because that's just how I think. I'm just thinking about the core of certain situations. Mm. So so when I'm hearing that, I'm thinking physically no matter what. It's like, yeah. all right, what you were born as or in this case, what you were assigned as. Now, I'm saying born and it being assigned. Same thing, interchangeable or no. two different words mean completely different things because I, yes. I want to hear that too. Then. Yeah, they were... Yeah, I would not say... Um, yeah, I would not say as uh, born. Okay. I think that can be taken offensively as well. All right, this, this, I'm just, like I said, gender identity, <laughs> I can, you have to think about this. It's more so like, and I said, I'm not too much, too as familiar on gender identity as I am more so with sexuality because like, I, I don't know too much. Like I know my experience is more so through sexuality than gender, but I do have the understanding that when how you become out and stuff like that i say as we like to realize to learn more about ourselves like oh wait i may feel that i have more feminine or or um identities than i do male and like what typically is how is defined as a female is how i feel in internally and that's how i would like to identify however 
what my genitalia tells me, what has been assigned to me basically is that I'm a male, but internally, I feel as though I'm a female. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. All right. Genital. Mm. Going to go with that. Is that what it... What is being used to understand the what what you're assigned as? Yes, 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 yep. All right. Don't don't really want to answer to this next thing. I just got to get it out of my head. Mm. So what the hell is the difference between born and assigned? It's the same thing. But all because, right, don't, don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no, I'm gonna say that. That's what I'm saying. It could come across offensively. Cause like for uh, someone who could be transgender, they're like they were born as because like people think. Well, I said within the community, if you say I'm born, just like how like, oh, well, I was born straight. No, I I mean, I know myself. And I said, you're figuring yourself. You're, you have to like, you know, identify and learn, and, you know, as you grow up through time and figure out who yourself is truly is like, no, I'm not that. But I said like how our typical community is like, oh, well, everyone's born straight. That's how I mean. Would you say that's how a lot of people think about okay. it? Okay, I think I'm okay. I think I've I think I found the. Uh, so to say born, it's like, no, I was not born right this because I identify as this. This is my experience. From what I know, this is what I know my attraction is. This is what I see myself like. This is it. Like, I didn't change this. I didn't, like, magically, like, oh, one day I'm this, the next day is that. It's like, since I've known myself, I've always knew this about me. Right. So it's like, okay. I was I, I was, I was born I thinking this way. So it's like, to sometimes say, like, oh, I was born, so for, for transgender community, I would say to say, like, I was born male when since I've existed, I known myself as a female, that can come across offensively because, like, well, no, I was actually born a female. If, like, say, if you for, for, if you say that to a transgender person, it's like, no, I could be, I was born a female, actually. But they're like, oh, no, you were born a male because you have a dick. But it's like, no, I was born a female because since I existed, I've identified as a female. My experiences... I felt as a female. So that's how it can be. Like I said, I'm not an ex, um, expert. I could also be right. wrong in this. I don't know. But from my understanding of it, because I said it's not something I've experienced it, but something I've, I've been learning to understand, is that's how I've seen it. So okay. it's like I, to say I, born, I'll say a sign instead of a born is how I would put it. Okay. I, I think I found the threshold for me. All right. All of this, all of this is not not just leaning on what you identify or see yourself as physically. All of it, completely, is more so like what you feel, what energy, emotion, whatever. You're just choosing not to identify with only what you are physically. Right? Yes and no. Like I said, I I don't want to go too deep because there's still a lot of stuff I don't know. But like I said, when it comes to gender, I, I can say that to your point. I don't fully know about that. Like I said, when it comes to sexuality, that's like, that's nothing to do with your, I mean, how could you, <laughs> I don't know, how would you, I guess with your explanation, how would you associate that with sexuality with terms of the physical part? It's like, you are a male, you are, you understand that you're a male and you're attracted to male. So how would that be to your point? Because you were saying like, it's something outside the physical, but I'm like, sexuality is something physical. It's like, well, no. I know I'm, no, I'm, I'm like, identified as a male. Oh, not yeah, 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 only, yeah. Not only physical. So all of it is not just leaning on physical is what I'm saying. All oh, yeah, of it yeah, is, yeah. all right, physical plus this or yes. all of this is just not. 
physical bias. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not only just the physical. That is what I, at least for me right now, that that's the only breakthrough that I got in my mind mm. to, to let some of the thoughts just simmer down <laughs> is, all right, everybody on the outside, I'm saying like regular people, outsider looking at it as physical for the most yeah. part. And yeah. that's, Yep. Where all the other conversations come from, what you're born as, mm-hmm. signed or, or whatnot, that everybody looking at this as physical, while the the entire community, I want to say, but I don't know all the letters, so A B C D L B G, are identifying it not only as physical. Yes, yes. There you go. Yeah. All right. I'm good. Let's move on. <laughs> So yeah, that's basically a gamut of I said what sexual sexuality is, or at least in my understanding of it. Um, so I did want to like get into like why has this been like why is this a difficult conversation to have? I feel like in terms of sexuality itself, like it is a difficult thing to kind of talk about in terms of the complexities of understanding it. Um, and so it takes it do take time to fully understand like you know who yourself like who you are as a person and things like that. So. And also, I just want to mention that it's okay, too. Because it's not something that you're just going to figure out right away. Like, as soon as I'm, like, I don't know, two, I know that I'm this. Or, like, it's not something that can just immediately be figured out by everybody. Um, so, it's something that it do take time. And I just want to just put that out there to people that's listening. That if you are questioning or may not fully understand what your identity is, it's not something that has to be rushed or you feel like it needs to be rushed. Take the time to fully realize and have a conversation if you can or find resources that you can to have those type of conversations because if not it can cause issues and potentially even trauma for a person as they grow up and learn themselves so yeah to circle back why has this been a difficult conversation why do you think it's a difficult conversation to talk about specifically within the black community since we are black you know, black males. Um, um I, well, now now that I have that threshold mm-hmm. in my head, now this entire conversation is is easy. Um, but if we're gonna make it specifically on the on the black household, honestly, I think there's two things that that I feel um have important elements to to this, um. I think as a black community, one thing we we have a lot of pride, and um, I guess that that falls in line with ego. But that that comes into play so much to me because everything that we have to endure or deal with in life comes through a level of fight. Yeah, at least for the most part. Like that, not everything is in a fight, but majority of the things in the black community, we come through it as a fight. Yeah. So automatically, the, the things that stand out the most, if if as a person you're just automatically thinking about, all right, well, I, I'm going to do this, and you and you're choosing not to take the easy way out. And when I say the easy way out, which isn't really an easy way out, just to quit on life. Period. Mm. Is all right, I'm going to fight, but you, you realize yeah. when you black and you, that's that fight is going to be as soon as you step outside the door of your house. Yeah. So that means that if you're aware of what's going on and what you got to deal with, as soon as you 
take a step outside of your house, the thing that you have to make sure is the structure and what you can make like easier or have an awareness with inside of your house. So that's where the mm. black community stands strong in building a structure within the household because we know we got to go out and fight. But like I said, that also that also builds high levels of pride or ego and whatnot. And because we're like that, it also delivers a level of stubborn. I'm going to tie all of this in. I'm just breaking this down (laughs) in my head step by step because I have I had a short answer, but I'm like, I wouldn't be happy with that. (laughs) But so that delivers a level of just being stubborn as well. So the structure in the house, majority of it, like if there was the top 20 things you are instilled, getting instilled in the household structure of black community, Mm. it's so many different things that will come at the point of standing strong, fight for what you believe, da-da-da-da-da, don't let this take over, don't don't let this distract you, you can be whoever you want to be, like, all of those type of statements will be top 20. Mm. Sexuality might be the bottom 100. Yeah. That, that that's where that's where it's a low I, priority to yeah it's a low priority and i don't think that's intentional i think it happened naturally based off of everything that i just said mm. like you know the things that if you're having a family you want to instill in them because you know that there's a fight as soon as they step outside the door yeah so you making sure you get those priorities off yeah. off rip the bottom 100 a lot of things ain't gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sexuality is one of them, or just sex. Period. I'm pretty sure the birds and the bees conversation. That's as close as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Or yeah. you might get a, a joke and insinuation, or you better just stumble stumble across your parents' pornos, and uh, there you go. <laughs> Best of luck to you, there, buddy. <laughs> so that that's where I think that that comes into play. But we don't put mm. it. We don't put a lot of attention into that based off of the priorities that we're already trying to instill in, in our family. So a lot of things yeah. fall short because of that. And health health conversation is the one of that. Bottom one. That's true, too. That's also bottom a low priority. But no, I can else, definitely... You're getting them conversations. But you know what you got to step outside the house and deal with. No, I, I'll definitely agree to what you said for sure. Like, it's not something that comes top of the mind. So to be honest, too, it's not just, like, just going outside the black community. I think, in general... Mm-hmm. People don't have a lot of knowledge around sexuality or sexual orientation. So I think yeah. that's like one key part there in general. And I think that's the reason why, right there. <laughs> like even for me, like I'm still learning a lot of this. Like I wish for myself I knew like why is why was this even talked about in like sex education or stuff like that? Like this like they talked about like, you know, sex and what the mm-hmm. penis and vagina does and like what not to do to have babies. But like other right. than that, that's the typical conversation. Other than that, it's like, okay. But right. it's like I the think Christian- for people, um, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I, to, I was get to, I was going to get to that next. But okay, all right, cool. I agree to your point on that. For me, I would say it's definitely that in terms of low priority, and then I will add in hurt people, hurt people, and also religion. So, yeah. so your part, you already talked about set of priority, and it's like not being knowledgeable about it. Yeah. And I say hurt people, hurt people. Is that also too like? But I'm gonna go to religion first, cause then I, that connects to the hurt people, hurt people. Okay, yeah, like, cause, cause I'm, 
yeah, the hurt people, hurt people one. I'm like, you might have to take that. I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> but okay, um, the Christian. What, what I was going to add onto that um, for rudely mm-hmm. cutting you off there. Um, the only other um, level of uh, a sexual discussion or just sex education or whatnot. One, um, I, I only had one class ever mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. Of that was sex ed or anything. And that was like in, I don't even know if that was middle school when I went to Summit. And that didn't even last long for a whole semester. Like that class yeah. turned into something else. So yeah, I, I don't even know where that's at in school. But the only other time we would get that, and this is me still speaking directly from the black community, household structure and whatnot. Mm. We're religion conversation? Oh, that's, oh yeah. that's that's top 50. You're yeah, going to get yeah. the top 25 of what you got to deal with as a black person standing outside or dealing with what comes outside you step foot out of this house. The next portion of that is, all right, some type of spiritual understanding and structure, and that's where religion comes into place. Yeah. Which still makes, you know, the other things bottom 100. So the only other time we would hear something about um sex or sex ed or whatnot would would come in the religion or bible or christianity or whatnot through the black household yeah but yeah i will say like with the religious part just how like it's not like well of course i said anything outside of opposite basically straight orientation is deemed demonized or oh you was talking specifically i was talking specifically um, but like you know, like I said, it's the same like I said, religion like I said, is a top. It's more. That's no. That's a good point though. Like those conversations of religion. That's why I said so heavy. That's why this, all this is connected because one, in a black community, certain topics of conversation are top priority. So say religion is definitely one. Um, like I said, you know, the birds and the bees is somewhat, but not really. But like you said, it's more so conversation around like you are a black person in America. You know, this is stuff you have to do. You need to keep your head up. Those are type of conversation that happen within black community. So anything Thanks. other than that, it just kind of says low priority. But because religion is so high and in religion, other typically for Christian, like within the black community is typically Christian religion is what is practiced. Um, and said so that can be Baptist or like for us it's Kojic or Pentecostal, which right. is more, more, um, I would say more strict, I would say than some of the other ones as well. Um, it's basically anything outside of, um, straight Wait, is yeah. bad. It's evil. You're going to hell. And I if think for me in line with Adam and Eve, exactly. Then Deuces. it's, yep. And the common one <laughs> was like, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't Adam and Steve. It was Adam and Eve Bro. basically. I just so heard like, somebody say that in an Uber a few days ago. It was a white dude, too. Yeah. I don't know how we got on the conversation about <laughs> just gay or whatever. Mm. And he, he laughed and said that. And I laughed and whatnot as well. <laughs> but yeah. But that's that's I, how yeah. typically what's taught to us. So like even for me growing up, the only sexualities I knew of was either like gay or straight. And it was like gay yeah. is good. I mean, no, straight is good. Gay is bad. So that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. For me, at least growing up. And lesbian of, is accepted. Yeah. So I feel like if anything within the black community, what people know is that there's only straight and gay. And then straight is good. Gay, you're going to hell. Basically, yeah. that's what it's taught in the black community as well. So for people that may be questioning, they not understand their identity. It's also, that's what I say, it can cause trauma or, or issues. Because basically it's like, well, if you may be identifying or say experiencing certain things for yourself. You don't. You can't have those conversations because, like, right, if you do, right. 
then shoot, you're going straight to hell. And everybody else around you yeah. going to look at you like, nigga, you're going straight to hell. So it's like, it I, makes I it hard for that person to have those type of conversations with people. I mean, you can tell me if, if I'm wrong with this, but I mm. feel that majority of that, I'm talking about the, the community specifically, Yeah, feels very indifferent in regards to that because of how um, outright brutal or structured yeah. in regards to you ain't this mm-hmm. then it, it, it you're not doing it oh yeah period no matter what mm-hmm. so that automatically pushes everything aside and creates conflict in regards to the community and then christian belief or just religious belief what whatsoever yeah. mm-hmm. so I, and that's I, why i said I like see that I and that's why that. i bring it back to what i meant about hurt people hurt people that's what i was referring to because like mm. us as black people we already said fighting for ourselves because just trying to be black in America. I mean, we just saw like recently there was like a freaking massacre shootout killing all these black people just because they were black. So it's like yeah. we already are fighting. So we're already, that's what I said, hurt people, hurt people because of we're already going through our own issues and traumas. So and a lot of times, too, what happens is we take that in and internalize it. And it's like, well, we're already marginalized. But now we have this other set of group of people that we don't fully understand. And like in the Bible, it says this. So it's like, oh, you know what? Oh, we got to do it's, it's And it's not even something I feel like it's done like consciously, but like subconsciously, it's like, oh no, this ain't right. So it's like, this how how white some white people may see like, oh, black people, this ain't right. And then mm. they do what they do to black people. Right. Think about that. Now you got black people who are already hurt and feeling pain because they are black. And now they got from like what they tell them from religion. Oh, these queer people. Oh, oh, heck no. This ain't right. So it's like right. that treatment that is sometimes shown and in the in terms of race is now shown between the black community just because of sexuality. Right. So like okay. it's a parallel situation that sometimes happens. So that's why I say I hurt people, I hurt people, because oftentimes people that are hurting, whether it's intentional or not, sometimes also end up hurting other people just to kind of at least like, you know, at least I'm not this. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm black in America. I'm struggling, but at least I ain't gay. I ain't, you know, so it's like, it's that type of situation too. Right. Right. Okay. All right. All right. So with, with the, that, that's why I was curious, like where you was going to mention or how you was going to mention or break down the hurt people, hurt people mm-hmm. situation or understanding. And I, I got that on my, I agree. I agree with that, but then I have an, an additional with, with that because all right sticking with the hurt people hurt people in regards to religion christianity believing in god and whatnot i i also think that some of it isn't done purposefully yeah while at the same time i, I would say like religious wise like it's just instilling or going with a pattern that you already had instilled with you mm-hmm. structure, just structure wise period. And, yeah. and that doesn't, to me, that also doesn't just focus on the Christianity or religious structure. Like that, that's just with anything in life, yeah. al- alcoholic drugs or whatnot. At some point, somebody going to break the cycle or stand out and be different or whatever. Yeah. If they feel that that is needed to do so. So in regards to that, Half of it is, and then half of it is uh, purposeful because it's not right and what's going on not supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. And then the other half, some of them could be, though the exact same steps are made, it's also just 
unnatural uh, ladder destruction, pretty much, where it's like, I'm familiar with this. This is what I was instilled in me, and I'm passing it down. Right. So you're, it can be acting on not really understanding what what's what. Oh, so yeah. Yep. Like for me, I, I mean, I agree with our, our religious background and mm-hmm. straight and straight, Adam and Eve, but at the same time, I understand, and this is just me, this is just because of how I look at things in, in life, period, just stripping off the layers of certain things, how much time will I be investing trying to force a structure down somebody else's throat? Yep. I'm not sitting, I'm not, I'm not in a bed, <laughs> none of that. Like, I know for me, I'm good. Yeah. I have other people in my life, I'm like, all right, I may not agree, but I'm not about to force it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yep. No, no. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, mentioned. I said about the hurt people. Hurt people can like this. It's like I said, some of it's connected, whether it's intentional or not. And like, so I can go into more details. So I'll say that for the next episode, more so. But, yeah, like that's what I'm trying to stay away from too. Like, got so much to say, but <laughs> right, I, I can right, say right. this in the next one, bro. So yeah, so I'll, I'll say that for the next episode. But yeah, I, I that's something I did want to bring up because I just feel like it's not a conversation I just had. I feel like it's something like just as we talk about, like you know, I said all these other things that are, are priorities. I think that's something that is cause like mental health is another one that's also a low priority that's not talked about. Oh yeah, for sure. And I feel like all of these I said are very much interconnected, but for because sure. it's not a lot of knowledge or awareness around it, and then like I said, religion plays such a heavy role in all of this. To be completely honest. Um, that's the reason why I say it's not a priority or said a lot of situ- situation I feel like happens the way they do because they are kind of tied in because religion is like, I feel like it's number one, one of the number one priorities other than like, say, you know, standing up for yourself and being black and stuff oh, like right, that. Oh, right, right. It's right. definitely top, top three, top three for sure of priorities. Um, Easily. Um, in Easily. the community. Boy, yeah. Um. Oh, just, just, just one additional statement because I just thought about that when I said how the pride and ego mm. also play an effect. I might not have given a proper understanding for that to create um, um, like stubbornness and whatnot, but I'll, I'll say it in this way. Imagine, imagine having con- a conversation with your loved one or your child or whatever it may be, mm. and you're doing your all to have this conversation, but at the same time, you know... Like being real to yourself, you know that the this conversation that you feel is important, and that's the mm. only reason you're having the conversation. Yeah, it's like all right, it's important to have, but if you're gonna be real with yourself, that conversation you only understand ten percent. Yeah. So when the pride and ego comes into play, it's like I don't want to look wrong in front no, of my loved ones. No, that's true too. That's true. I don't want to look like I don't know anything. Or especially, especially if you're raising somebody mm-hmm. else. That's right. Especially if you're older, if you're the older one. Like, so whether, like, yeah. say you are the parent, talk to a child, or, like, said, the older elderly elderly person talking to someone that's younger or the youth. It's like, you know, first, if you are talking about something you're not fully aware of, and this is the only small bit of piece that you know or what was taught to you. And then, like, especially, I know what happens quite a bit. It's like, if the, someone of the younger, um, the younger component or the younger person asks questions or, like, poking or, like, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you're telling me this, but blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, don't ask me questions. This is it. It's right, like, right. It's, it just doubles exactly. down. It's like, okay, exactly. now you can even ask questions. So it's like, it just makes it even worse. <laughs> right. Like, okay. And that, so- that's why I said, that's why I said the stubbornness kicks in mm-hmm. then because it's like, well, 
I'm gonna stand my ground on this no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what it is because my pride, my pride and ego ain't gonna mm-hmm. let me look no other way. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's so, what I mean by that. It's more so internal. So I say, in terms of, so I guess after this Ooh, conversation, for boy. how would you? How okay? So I already know this, but <laughs> how how do you identify yourself, Remy? And also, like after this conversation, like you know, how do you now view sexual sexuality? Like what? Have you gained from the conversation, if anything? <laughs> if not anything, you can just say, you know, it, it ain't mean nothing. I'm glad you my brother, boy. I tell you. <laughs> you know me more <laughs> than most people nowadays. So, um, how do I identify? Man, I'm a straight male. I like females. Point blank, period. That done deal. Dot, You're dot, not dot. a um, sapio or a... Um, and if you don't get that ones. maple syrup out of my face... <laughs> Tree sap, no, no, no. I, I know, I know what, what, what I like. Period, and what, whatever word that I've already been established with, I'm that is the word that I'm using. What have I? What was the second question? Um, what is your, what is your view now in terms of like sexual? Like, what is your understanding of it now? And like in this overall, like, what is your view on it? All right. Um. Yeah. This this answer is gonna be blunt, but that's just the way I think. Um. My overview overall view of all nothing nothing at all zero whatsoever did i did i gain some type of knowledge or understanding i mean yeah yeah for sure for sure am i am i purposely trying to lock that knowledge in no if it just falls out one ear <laughs> wait so wait what <laughs> what is you say you did gain some understanding so what was that understanding that you gained um that that the threshold statement was like, okay, so it's just really identifying with other things than specifically identifying physically. Yeah. While everybody else choose to identify some type of form physically. That that that's my threshold. Once I got that, that's where I'm like, oh, okay, I can I can easily just separate the two for me. Because I, I'm I'm looking at well, I look at life period. Mm. How much energy am I gonna choose to invest that is beneficial for me directly? Yeah. Me directly. Like, put underscore selfish right up underneath that. Me directly. <laughs> okay? Not nobody else. Me. The knowledge that I gained is cool. All right. Bet. On to the next one, buddy. <laughs> but I, under- I understand the, the level. That threshold means a lot to me, though. I can mm-hmm. say that. Because that with me having that threshold, and I'm calling it that threshold because thresholds have a certain level of representation period yeah no matter what it is in so that automatically has different layers of if it's in regarding to somebody or sexuality or religion or something else it already has a certain layer of respect attached to it Mm. because of the word threshold is that you go past this you're going to have so many other things that you should not have to deal with but if I'm understanding my threshold, that is, all right, it's just them identifying as or um, accepting different things outside of just physical relation, mm. then all right, cool. I mean, I'm, I'm not out here just being completely blunt and disrespectful, though I am blunt and it may come across as yeah. sarcasm or mean, but once I got that, I'm all right, cool. I, I know where the threshold is at. Yeah. I'm, I'm good with it. I think what's yours, I think now that I'm... I guess now I'm understanding what you're saying is I think yours might be a lot more understanding towards gender than sexuality as well. 
I mean, it's part of it is sexual, but I think what yours is more be you have a better understanding of gender identity and orientation. Because I think that's okay. more so the part about the physical is that for the most part, like understanding that people are looking or to have a um, identity outside just their physical. I feel like that's more so could be gender than sexuality. Okay, so take, Sex, take so, so like I said, sexuality is more so attraction. Gender, like I said, how you like I said, you identify and like in terms of your your gender, which is the physical piece. I think that might be more connected to the gender. Like you have an understanding that in terms of gender identity orientation, whatever that that can be, you can identify or have identities outside of just your physical. Okay. Um. Take okay. Take fifty. If this was a great take fifty percent off my threshold mm. because I'm perfectly fine with that fifty percent remaining while I still know that threshold holds a hundred percent respect to it. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'll take my D minus. <laughs> God, I, I don't realize, like, oh yeah, but he not. Like I said, I don't think you're talking about sexuality as much. I think you're more so talking about gender. But like I said, at least you gained something. So at least that that is that is that, that's that's where I'm with that. As long as my respect for it, it yeah. is at 100%, I'm cool with it. If yeah. my interpretation is effed up and I'm me explaining it is effed up. No, no, you're explaining oh it correctly. Well. You're explaining it correctly. <laughs> oh well, I still got the respect at 100%. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, I, I guess to ask you this. Before we go into uh thought or whatnot, mm. what do you feel um you gained from this as well? Even though you brought this conversation, you delivered this conversation, like yeah. what do you feel was gained through the conversation? I think for me, I gained in the conversation more so I mean, you're not the representation of everybody that's um straight mm. but you are a person of that community so like i said it's this understanding or listening to the perspective of other people outside your community um for me i would say more so because i said with you i guess two things one because you are my brother and it's mm-hmm. having like I said listening to your feedback and responses having an understanding more so of you as an individual and then also to just I think overall, just the ability for us to have a conversation, and I feel right. like, to be honest, like that's what I'm saying. Like, why does it have, like, the whole point of like why does it have to be a taboo? Because like we just had this conversation right here, we didn't. I'm not cuss each other out. mad or nothing. We no. ain't mad, ain't nothing. We have two two differently, two different perspectives and two different ways of understanding, but we can have a conversation about it. And that's yeah. like that's what I think for me. It's still, it's like kind of puzzling that. This is a very difficult conversation to have for people. And like I'm not gonna lie, was it awkward at certain points? Yeah, Heck it was kinda yeah. awkward. Yeah. I'm like, ready I ain't for this conversation that. to end, bro. I'm like, come on. But I'm like, why, why can't we talk about this type of stuff? And I think that's for me, it's just still I'm still like I think because it's you, I know I can have this type of conversation with you. But I'm like, yeah. I mean, we did carry name the reasons why. So I'm like, yeah, say, like, I don't I, know why. I, but that that's what I was gonna say. Like we kinda already named the, yeah. the reasons why, but I was still I didn't I mean well, Identify, boy. <laughs> That's I tell you, vocabulary. I'm, to, I'm, I'm going to look at the source today. Um, <laughs> people don't want to look wrong, bro. Yeah, that, I, that's what I feel. A lot of it is people don't want to look wrong. It's mm-hmm. it's so much of that, especially in the age that we're in now of information and technology. Though it is so accessible, if yeah. you already have a certain structure through your raising, whatever structure that may be, 
a lot of that still holds a level of pride and ego. And I'm not I'm not just talking about black community. I'm just talking about yeah. different structures, period. They all have different layers that naturally has a certain level of confidence, pride, ego, or stubbornness that may show up. And nobody wants to look wrong, mm-hmm. period. Especially if it's publicly, especially if it's your loved one that's closest to you. You don't want to look wrong in front of them. But on no. my end, though, I can say that easily on that because I also did feel like that a yeah. lot, period. Yeah. I didn't want to look wrong because I always heard how people looked at me in certain levels of leadership and this, this, and that. And it's like, I don't want to look wrong because they, they really looking at me like this. And if <laughs> yeah. they only yeah. knew, I don't even care about that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to change the image. But over time, it's like, bro, I'm putting too much energy in trying to hold up a shield in regards to how people see me. Yeah. Yep. Man, yep. F that, bro. If I, if I look wrong, I look wrong. I learn every day anyway. Yep. No, nah, that's true. Just don't try to push it on somebody else because you were wrong or because you don't understand. Yeah. that yep. That's the part that becomes stupid to me. Because now you put more energy. You creating energy to put it into or to deliver some type of level of yep. uh, understanding to somebody else. That's not really needed. Yeah. You just needed that say, energy <laughs> for understanding, bro. Yeah. So you pin more energy to it. Like so you're making it bigger than what it is. And it's like Yeah. Like say so if you don't understand it, that's fine. You can say like just we're all human. I don't understand it. I Why like you so- keep yourself in a conversation for 30 <laughs> right. minutes and you don't care. Mm-hmm. So you gotta think for yourself. And I saw I said like think for yourself and I said also said do your own research. Real what you who well, what you feel like is what you know and like what you act exactly what your values are in life and stuff like that. Figure that out for yourself and I just like something I would just either just talk to you. Or something you just heard and then you just ran with it. Like, say, if you don't fully know the conversation or what it's being talked about, it's okay to ask questions. Well, okay. I, for me, I'll say that in the space that I like to be around is, yeah, you can ask questions. It's no nobody's, but nobody's perfect. I don't know everything. I Nobody in the world knows everything. So, no. ain't no point in getting mad about it. No. But, um, no. I'll say, yeah. so, yeah, that would be, like, said for me. So, that's what I kind of take away from that. Um, okay. And I'll just say, like, with final thoughts, um, yeah, I think just to have more of these, for me at least, I think it's said to have more of these conversations because I said I I don't feel like they should be as taboo as they are. Because I said there's a lot of stuff, like I said, that people are experiencing and say, man, just because you are not experiencing it, that doesn't mean it's not happening. So I said it's best to have a lot of these conversations because they may be impacting somebody that's close to you um, and you don't even know it. Um, No facts uh my only thing would be people find their own level everybody's need to find their own level of uh like threshold in conversations that they don't want to have or they don't know enough about to have Mm -hmm. and if y'all understood how i was talking about my threshold it it automatically has a certain level of respect so no matter what you no matter what you believe in or what you don't believe in Find a threshold to where it's like, all right, I can still respect this individual for this. Not not through what you're trying to force the individual to understand. Like, say, in religion, the conversation ended up just going down. That isn't right. God don't like it. You going to hell. Yeah. Uh, notice everything you just said has to do with God and their journey. <laughs> and their, their journey and communication with God. You not sending them to hell. They sending themselves <laughs> to hell. And that's between them and God. So at the end of the day, you didn't you didn't say nothing in that conversation. 
find something that was like I can still respect this individual despite how I feel. But you're not sending nobody to hell. That's between them and God. Yeah. Find your own threshold, bro. So religion, like I said, that's a whole other conversation. I feel like that's what influenced everything in the black community. So that is how it be sometimes. But um, I'll say this <sighs> just to end on a good note as well. Jesus. Or said in some way to give a resource. If you are someone that could be struggling in terms of figuring out your own identity, or I said, or just don't have an outlet or resources to educate yourself, or said, I even have you know support. Um, the Trevor Project is the world's largest suicide prevention crisis intervention organization for LGBTQ young people. Um, the Trevor Project estimates that up to 1.8 million of LGBTQ plus young people consider suicide each year in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And research shows that acceptance from at least one adult decreases the risk of suicide yeah. by 40%. Yep. So how these kind that's what I said, the point of having these conversation is pivotal, especially for people that said that may be questioning or identifying other than the straight, basically. So you don't know what's going on in people's lives, um, other than like I said, sometimes just the physical. Yeah. They can yeah. present themselves one way, but maybe feeling some other type of way um internally. Um yeah. the Trevor Project has worked to save young lives by providing support through free confidential crisis programs and platforms. Uh, where young people can spend time online or on their phones. They have a lifeline, a chat, text, and now they also have a social network. So please make sure to check out the Trevor Project. Um, Feel free to Google Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R Project. And yeah, if not, also feel free. uh, Reach out to me, at least. I don't mind having a conversation with people as well. Um, You can guys know my social, so. Um, I mean, you reach out to me, I'm going to send you straight to him anyways. <laughs> so with that let's head into our final segment of provoking thoughts oh boy well if you only knew my armpits is what oh right okay uh, no i don't i don't want to know i wish i did it yeah i'm so glad i don't know boy you got another episode of this that's around to be just wearing a beater <laughs> So typically for provoking thought, we kind of have like these random questions that we kind of throw out to each other to kind of hear our different perspective or media thoughts. And we usually use cards to do it. Um, but for this episode, we're just going to say bounce off this questioning just around the topic. And also I have a few fun oh. facts to kind of give out as oh, well. Yeah. So uh, this, Remy, did you have any um, questions or anything like that that you want to um or did you just want to go into fun facts? Start with fun facts. Let's start with fun facts. Well, fun facts is that... Oh, damn it, I just realized. No, they're not too late. <laughs> studies that show that about 1,500 animal species are known to practice same-sex interactions. That's from insects to fish to birds and mammals. All of them in between have experience with this. And I hope they're not going to hell. But <laughs> but they all experience it. And on the top of the list is giraffes. Giraffes are some of the gayest animals in the animal kingdom. This <laughs> is ridiculous, boy. More than 90% of all observed sexual activity in giraffes are same sex. 90%. Um, uh, I have so many thoughts about that <laughs> and so many questions. 
But none none of it none of it matters. No nobody know how to talk to a giraffe. <laughs> Bottle nose dolphins are another on the top of the list. Free um, Willy? I don't yeah. know. That, that's 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 killer whale, my bad. My bad. Continue. Yeah. Uh, and generally, bottlenose dolphins are bisexual, um, and they do periods that they exclusively are gay. Didn't hear that before. <laughs> I, was, I was with you with the bisexual one. I, I feel like I've heard that before in a documentary or something, but that last one. Okay, so this is another one. This is one that also very much surprised me as well. Lord Jesus. So, gayness or homosexuality is very common in lions. Two to four males often form what is known as a coalition, where they work oh, together to court female right. lions. Right. <laughs> they depend on each other to fend off other coalitions. To ensure loyalty, male lions strengthen their bonds nah, by having nah, sex fam. with each other. Nah, fam. Many researchers refer to this behavior as a classical bromance rather than sexual pairing. Nah, fam. So basically, that's where bromance started from, from the lions. No, not serving <laughs> romance. No, okay, okay. Not where that started I, from. Okay, I just have one more. One other thing oh, that I Lord thought was Jesus. pretty funny was so there's these monkeys um called the Mo. I might be pronouncing this wrong. He's just killing all the top five animals that I yes. like in my head. So there's a species of monkeys. I think this is in what country is this in? I swear to God, da, 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 da. this better not be the monkey from Lion King. <laughs> the Japanese Ma. That's M-A-C-A-Q-U-E-S. And basically, they're known for having one-night stands. Um, both female and male, these monkeys, experience same-sex activity. But while males usually only do so for a night, females have more intense bonds with one another and usually end up in monogamous relationships with each other. Okay. Um, and some, of the, <laughs> some populations... Um, homosexual behavior among females is not only common, but it's the normal. And when not mating, these females stay close together to sleep and groom and defend each other from the outside enemies. So that is your fun facts of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess all these animals might be going to hell. Apparently, too. Yeah. <laughs> the whole point of that is what I'm saying is, yeah, um... <laughs> I said religion is something it's interesting. It's the interesting piece of thing when there's a lot of stuff that happens naturally all over the world. But um continue. Yeah. 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 It my my thing with all of it, and you know this probably just individually, it's just like certain things we put so much I'm saying we as in people, we put so much effort into things that we have no control over. Mm-hmm. And that, that is the part I can't, I don't understand. Because naturally, just one thing I can think of off rip, we tend to respond instantly to negative things compared to, compared to positive things. Mm-hmm. But yet we have the choice to do that. Though. Oh, yeah. You have a choice but, to where you want to put your energy in towards. But yeah. you want to focus on a negative, go right ahead. But um, that, That's just low level in regards mm-hmm. to me thinking. So when it comes to higher level stuff, Religion, politics, and all the other stuff. It's like, bro, that's multiplied by like a hundred. <laughs> but whatever. Um, did you want to? Did you want to go with your question first? I know I didn't have any questions really. I just had the fun facts. But if oh. you had some questions, feel free. Um, 
Okay. Or if you don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I well, do that. Okay. Change my mind. Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> uh, um, have you ever urgently needed a toilet at the wrong time or place? Um, no. I mean, other than, well, well, this may be TMI, but people that know me since I've grown up, I, my stomach has always had issues. So, um, that is crazy. um, I'll leave it at that to the imagination. And sometimes growing up, especially, um, yeah, yeah I have to yeah. immediately find myself to a bathroom because if not dangerous things will happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, I did. I used the bathroom outside, and I didn't know a bunny rabbit was near me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, this is Provoking Dialogue. Ooh. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Provoking Dialogue. That's what P-R-O-V-O-K-I-N Dialogue. Uh, make sure to listen to our previous season. Catch up on a few different episodes and say maybe you guys can, like, you know, distinguish some of the differences or not. But, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can listen to all our previous episodes at ProvokingDialogue.com. Um, you can follow me on my socials at Naturally Shat. And you can follow Remy yes. at... Remy underscore YFS. That's R-E-M-E underscore Y-F-S. Again, R-E-M-E underscore Y-F-S. Realizing energy made me underscore your fellow sickly. All right. And stay tuned to our next episode of part two of Pride Month. Um, you don't want to miss yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I hope you left with a freshly new point of view. Until next time, have a Jesus. good night. Have a good night. <laughs>